This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning. Yes. Morning. <laughs> Good up, morning. <laughs> Just want to get this out of the way before we get going here. What's up? If that, how those highlights, they just look different to me. I'm just saying, they look different than Jokers. They just look different. Then, then Jokic. Why are you always trying to bring it back yeah, to the Jokic MVP? Jokic, I, 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 you mean Jokic, Jokic was the yesterday. Joker, the Joker? Yeah, I, the Joker. I just, it just looked different. That's they all. Look, this I was just, like Batman? What do you say? Did you see what I, Joker did last night? Yeah, but they look different. That's they, all. Backing they, the dude down, just being aggressive and dunking on you. It was against different. Tristan Thompson. I don't care. It looked different. That's why I said, let me get it out the way. But what Key just did is why we have to call him the Eggman. Because he got confused. He thought his name was Jokic because his nickname's the Joker. If we just call him the Eggman, we wouldn't have this problem. So Jokic, Joker, Egg, Joke, right Egg, Joke, like Joker. You would joke, immediately joke, think of Jokic. You would immediately think of Jokic if his nickname was just the Eggman. Yo, okay, I get names wrong all the time. That's Jokic. Not, he balls hey, out consistently. Hey, Can we talk about names? I get names crossed up all the time. It ain't the end of the world. I'm moving forward. It's going to Pluto, baby. Today, <laughs> today, it's not just MB. Afterwards, make sure you say the name right. You know what I mean? Hey, That's Jay, <laughs> I can't wait for you to mess up a name because you love you. I, I just let it go over my head with you. I don't say nothing. Hey, I just man. go, oh well. I know what this is. Hey, I, I don't I care. I wasn't talk trying 8, to eight thousand names a day. I was yeah, trying to. I wasn't trying to bring attention. That you messed up his name. I was trying to bring attention to the fact that it's not your fault, Key, because the guy's nickname doesn't match his name. Yeah, that's true. Evan's on this thing with, with he wants to remember how I want to make Joe Thorough stick instead of right. He wants to make the Eggman stick. It just doesn't sound right though. He just it, like for the Eggman every day. Eggs are, are fragile and that's, well, how, that's how Yates and feels about the name Eggman and, and also yeah. Jokic itself. So no, it's I'm a, cool with Jokic. It's just the, egg, the whole Eggman thing. Like, uh, yeah. And also, like you know, like Goose Gossage, relief pitcher, because he put up goose eggs. Those are zeros. Like eggs are not a positive thing in sports. Usually, <laughs> you gotta come. But I do understand the yolk. I get it. He wants to clean up the name. I'm just, All right. I, I, I didn't mean Jokic? to get us off track. Key, key I'm glad that you think Jokic is better than Embiid. I think Embiid's a little better than Jokic, Key, but we could talk about that another ooh, time. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I, take I, the bait. The don't I'm take the bait. He took the cheese. I'm leaving it alone. So we're going to get to LeBron's injury in 10 minutes. That's right. You heard me right. Plus, Russell Westbrook responds to fans calling him West Brick. He wants to control what the fans say out loud in the arena now, I guess. But we start with the team. That looks like they might be the favorites for the NBA title right now, and that is your Philadelphia 76ers, who are now undefeated 5-0 and since James Harden started playing after last night's 121-106 win over the Bulls. Here's James Harden. I'm not nervous. This is basketball. I put the work in to, you know, to go out there and just play my game and uh, live with the results. Um, every and honestly, like every game is a big game for us. We're fairly new. We got championship aspirations, and so every every game is a learning process for us. No matter who we're playing, Brooklyn is going to be a tough challenge, but that's no different than you know tonight's Chicago Bulls team. 
Mm. You've got not only those two who've been – and by the way, of course James Harden's additive. Look what he did to Brooklyn last year. He just rolled out of bed in 30-point triple-double. And last night I don't think he had 20, but he had a gang of assists. Embiid went off. Guys, Tyrese Maxey's drawing extra defensive attention and kicking it. He's got a crazy first step. Danny Green is playing defense like you know, like defenders – You know, Zach Levine's going to get you sometimes. But that's a nice 3-and-D wing. The Sixers are real. They are, and I learned my lesson because I bet for Duke to cover this weekend. They did not cover, so I went to go against the grain against my own team. 76ers covered last night, and Yates, I took the under. Yes. Anyway. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Good win for me last night. But I do want to say. Hope you didn't bet 1,500. Uh, yeah, I bet we'll get to everything that a Calvin bit. really bet. And yeah, what? We'll get into that in a little um, bit. But I, I, I have to tell you, even though the Bulls didn't have Busevich last night, Lonzo Ball, Patrick Williams, he's been out from all the year pretty much. Alex Caruso, a lot of missing parts for the Bulls. We can get into the Bulls conversation a little bit later. But it just, it feels right when you watch the 76ers play. Just the way Joel Embiid reads every PNR pick and roll situation for James Harden, how James Harden makes the easy reads, how Tyrese Maxey, you made mention of that, his name, how he pushes the ball down the floor. Tobias Harris has not even been activated yet. But still, this team, everything that Matisse Thybul, George Niang, all the pieces seem to fit. Now, we'll see when it gets into playoff time. But like I said before, when you got Joel Embiid and James Harden on the same team, it has a chance to be the best pick and roll the game has ever seen. And I'm including John Stockton and Carl Malone. They didn't shoot the three like these guys. Malone certainly didn't. I mean, they got two of the best players in the NBA this year. And anytime you got two players like this on your team, you should dominate pretty much every single opponent night in and night out. Um they're 5-0 and with with uh, James Harden. He missed the one game. They probably certainly would be 6-0 and with him. Um, you, you look at what he brought to the table. Not only is he bringing quiet leadership, you could tell that the 76ers have a different pop to their game now. They're not walking around feeling like Embiid is the only guy, and I thought that that's the way it was from the start of the season up until the point that they acquired James Harden, um, Embiid, night in and night out on a consistent basis is dominating. And I joked about the highlights that I saw uh, in the in the pre-show that we were showing about how physical he is in the rim, at the rim. I mean, he's just continually showing us that opposing threat that he has. And then he backs out at the three, he pulls the three, then James Harden is being James Harden. I mean, like you said, Max, he rolls out of bed and just gives you a triple-double. You know, and, I, and, and what can you say about that other than – they're going to be there in the end. Key, this is not speculation. This is fact. This is the easiest the game has looked for Joel Embiid his entire career. It's the easiest. It, look at the highlights. All he is doing is making reads. It's like, this is kind of like similar to watching Joel Embiid when he was at Kansas, right? Like, he was a man among kids, but now he is a guard that attracts so much attention, he may mention of it after the first game. Coming off a ball screen, how does the big not go out and respect See, James Harden's ability? Right there. So he just draws so much attention, and you got the weak side with guys like Danny Green, guys like Tyrese Maxey that can catch rip drive to the basket, so you have to stay true and honest to the weak side. It just opens up the entire middle of the court. All of our highlights are Joel Embiid getting dunks at the rim. Yeah, yep. when you when you got that wide load on the baseline right there backed up on the block and he could just take one step and turn around at the rim and forcefully just dunk on your head, 
that that sends a message, man. That's just uh, it's crazy. And look at the hat. Look at that. See that don't it, it just look different. That's all I'm telling yeah, you. It looks, just look different. As Jay was saying his game is based on like Kobe and like he's he's he has like moves like a like a guard. But if you look at the way this team is constructed, Daryl Morey, who somehow managed to turn Ben Simmons into James Harden, not C.J. McCollum, who's a nice player, but James Harden, without giving up Tyrese Maxey, who, by the way, Maxey is almost a 90% free throw shooter. He's the high 80s. He shoots 42% from three. He's a very efficient offensive player, not just a, an explosive guy who can blow by you. Danny Green is an efficient offensive player. James Harden, Joel Embiid, they make the most of their possessions. I'm sure he didn't want to give up Seth Curry, right? But he was also a very efficient offensive player. That, that's what you get as, with Daryl Morey as GM. You're going to have highly efficient pieces that fit well together. He held on to Thibel and Maxi and turned Simmons into Harden, abracadabra. This team at this moment, to me, looks like the favorites in the East. Agreed. At this moment, let's see what Agreed. the Nets look like when they integrate their pieces. But, well, Victor Oladipo came back, came back last night for the Miami Heat as well. They're a great defensive team and Milwaukee. So, Keyshawn J. Willemax presented by Progressive Insurance from one team that made big moves at the deadline to one that stood pat and is now paying the price. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy for the ones who get it done granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer call click granger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done Keyshawn, j will and max the podcast Keyshawn, j will and max guys um LeBron James does not play against the Spurs. The Spurs win 117-110. According to Frank Vogel, Lakers head coach, LeBron has, and this is a quote, significant, that's how he described it, soreness in his left knee coming off his 56-point effort. Vogel said the Lakers are hopeful LeBron will play Wednesday in Houston. And he said also that with the heavy load he's carrying for us this year, we know it's always a possibility, like I guess soreness and missing games and stuff. Guys, here's the thing. We talked about this yesterday, and I compared him to Kobe that year that Kobe willed when, they, when Dwight and Nash got traded and saw a super team, but they were going to miss the playoffs, like this team, right? They're just going to miss the playoffs. Kobe willed them into the playoffs, but he played over 40 minutes a game, and his Achilles popped. Jay Key, I would rather 
something like this happen, hey, some chronic issues, some soreness, some nagging, and he get a break, then a quick acute injury. To me, this could be a blessing in disguise. See, man, that's why we talked about this the other day, and I was like, look, I, I know LeBron dropped 56 points, but in 39 minutes fighting for a nine seed right now. They lost to the Spurs last night. Spurs have won 25 games. That goes to show you the impact that you need LeBron James to play at. PER was off the charts for him that game. You need that PER to be that high every game for them to compete for a nine seed? That's what we're asking them to do? Key, it's not worth an acute injury. I would rather, like, oh, a little knee soreness. I'm just saying this could be a blessing in disguise. It gives him a little rest. Well, if he has a little bit of knee soreness, something that he's been playing with all year long, um, and this is the time to give him a little bit of rest, one day, one game, then you go ahead. They're on a long road trip, so to speak. Um, so you, I, I don't mind it. I'm not getting ready to go into a whole panic situation because they gave him a day off. Um, he is older, and if you can give him a day off, that's fine. And but he's ready to go again. Let's go. How about tapering back some minutes when he like if if this knee means we don't have the luxury packs. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. This is what we Jay means. What, nope. is, are you going to sat risk LeBron's future as a as a Laker great because he's still a great player? You hey. want to risk that on the altar of a ten seed? Hey, Max, you were once upon a time young and you had a car with no tread on the tires and was bald and slick. Yep. That's what I'm trying to do with LeBron. Bald and slick. I want to run all the tread off his tires. They are five games behind the Clippers for the eighth seed. The Pelicans are one game behind them, the Lakers, for the ninth seed. And, and, and even to Key's point, though, Jay, from yesterday, I want to preserve LeBron so when AD gets back, they could actually make some noise in the playoffs. That's their like. If there's any hope, it's that. Without Anthony Davis... Max keeps saying Russell Westbrook is going to turn on the switch. He hasn't done it yet. I don't know when Max is going to give up on that. It's going to probably rely on, you know, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and hopefully you get Davis back, um, you know, within the next month here. All the things that everybody said could be the problems for this team have happened. But guess what? The team is way worse than I would have expected. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. So let's stay with the Lakers. Russell Westbrook's wife took to social media to detail the criticism and even, and this is a quote, death wishes her family received. Kind of a sick person sends that to Westbrook's family because he misses a shot. You want to send a family that is insane. Westbrook's wife, Nina, tweeted on Monday, and this is a quote, when I'm being harassed on a daily basis over basketball games and I'm having obscenities and death wishes for me and my family sent my way because you're expressing your truth, it's hard for me to get on board with that. Now it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. <clears throat> Here is Russell Westbrook himself on the impact uh, on his family that this stretch uh, of, of bad play from him has had. My character, the shaming of who I am as a person, um, is to me is not warranted. Um, I haven't done anything to anybody. I haven't hurt anyone. I haven't done anything but play basketball a way that people may not like. Um, And this is just a game. This is just a game. This is not my entire life. Uh, um, And I think that is the the ultimate thing that's been for me. And I don't like to harp on. I kind of just kind of one after the other. But once it starts to affect my my family, my wife, um, even today, my mom said something about it today. And it affects them even going to games. Like my, I don't even want to bring my kids to the game because I don't want them to hear people calling their dad 
nicknames and out of their names for no reason because he's playing the game that he loves. And it, it's, it's gotten so bad where, you know, my family don't even want to go to home games, to any game, because of, you know, uh, not just the media across the globe use their platforms to constantly shame, shame, shame me. All right, there, there, there are at least two different issues here. Let's take them one at a time. Broadly, key, they're going at his family. And it, as he said, it, well, it's not just a game. It's also his occupation. But people are sending death wishes to his, to his wife, and, and they're harassing his mom. And, you know, that obviously is beyond the pale. You know, yeah, like, you, let's start there. Yeah. You got you to take all that in seriousness, right, when you start dealing with your family and stuff like that. But it's cowards on social media. That's why I say people on social media – cowards in general like all you hide behind a keyboard and you say things if you're gonna step to him then step to him stop talking the nonsense this young man has kids he has a wife he has a mother and and it's cool to say these sort of things if that's what you feel but put your name and your face to it don't hide behind it and i think too many times people think because they buy tickets to games that they can say what they want to say do what they want to do you know, there's no consequences behind their actions. And I'm not going to sit up here and applaud it. It's ridiculous. And I don't give a damn if his wife is on social media. And I don't care if she is interacting with individuals and responding back to him. She's going to defend her family. You got to be a damn fool to think that this woman is not going to defend her family. That's all I got to say on that front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't I don't condone anybody to get death wishes at all. Ridiculous. I, mean, I, I got stuff for saying my thoughts and pieces on Kyrie, that's fine. I mean, I'm used to it in the public eye, um, but it's not acceptable. It's not correct. I, I, I do kind of make the argument, though, from the fans' perspective, that if you engage in that kind of talk, like for, for Nina, Russell Westbrook's wife, if she's going after people like Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith or challenge other people for the rights for her family, for her, for her husband – then that kind of opens you up to criticism for, about your husband, right? I'm not condoning any kind wait, of – Wait, let's, let's, let's I'm just, not condoning any kind let's of – Let's just speak very clear. Vi- yes. You are not – it's never okay to send death wishes to someone's never family. Never okay. Like that's, I don't that, condone okay. that at all. Let's, let's okay. just put that aside because any adult person, and hopefully kids also understand, that's not okay. Okay, now let's deal with other kinds of criticism yes. directed or, – or, At her or husband, at, at Russell. At Russell – and, and also some of that stuff hitting her. You're saying because she engages on social media, that's not a private text. That's a public proclamation, right? Then people might also engage with people you. People will and, engage yeah. back because now you're engaged with, uh, in the form of conversation. Yeah. yeah. But the problem, the problem with Nina in her situation is that she's responding to individuals. She's not creating the drama. No, She's that's not necessarily true. Key. No, because Stephen A. and Skip Bayless are not directly quoting things to Nina. They're making. That, that, but they're that's making, her husband. I, I, and I, she's I, going to defend her husband, just I, like I expect your wife to defend you. Well, my wife doesn't attacking go on social, you and your family. No, my, wife, my wife doesn't mine, go on social media. I expect to, for to mine defend to defend me but if people I, attacking me and my family. Right, I, but I, if that happens, Jay, you correct me if I'm wrong. The logic. That you, the argument that you seem to be I making. have to tell my wife, is she, if she goes on social media to defend me, then she will open herself up to all the criticism that will come her way because of her defending but me. But I'm trying to connect the dots. So ultimately, the issue to me, Key, that, that, that Jay is pointing out is that if 
your spouse does the thing you expect them to do, which is, in your case, Key, you expect them to publicly defend you, then you can't turn around and use the fact that they publicly defended you as a shield against criticism. So what Westbrook seems to be doing here is, is like, okay, fine, his family's going to defend him when people are, like, you know, saying he's bad at basketball or whatever. I mean, because let's leave death wishes Absolutely. among us. But, uh, but, then you, but then it seems like he's turning around and using that as a shield against any criticism, saying, hey, don't if, – if you're criticizing me, that will ultimately lead to someone defending me and my family, and now you're kind of going at my family. That's where it gets to be a gray area. See, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it that way. I see it as whether it's Stephen A., whether it's whoever uh, uh, Jay mentioned another name, whatever the case may be, if they are directing it at Russell Westbrook and his wife feels like it is getting too egregious and she wants to defend her husband, I have no issues with that whatsoever at all. Period. She is an active person on social media. And if your wife isn't, Jay, that's you and your family's priority, right? I mean, that's your prerogative is that you don't want your family on social media, which is fine. But Westbrook's wife, Nina, decides she's going to defend her family and her husband. I take nothing away from that at all. I'm sorry. I just don't. No, I I don't have an issue with her defending her family at at all. I just (laughs) – there's – you just have to understand that if you decide to engage in that kind of talk on social media, that social media will then respond to you and criticize you because what, you're making yourself part of the conversation. There's another layer to this that I want to get to quickly because he then takes it a step further. This is the most interesting part to me because obviously if you're going at, Westbrook and his, at Westbrook's family because he misses some shots, shut up. Grow up, right? Agreed. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, and, and by the way – that speaks to the way you're raised. I'm sorry. And the reason I'm bringing that up, that does not reflect well on the way you were raised, period. I know some people are sensitive about that, but period. Because you got a last name, and that last name reflects on your parents. And by the way, that's what Westbrook is talking about mm-hmm. when he says, but this is why it's tricky for me. He says, when you call me Westbrick, my kids carry around that name. My parents are proud of that name. I'm proud of that name. Now you're, it's crossing over into shaming. That's, the reason that's tricky for me is he's right. But when you become a public figure, you are holding up your name, which is also your family's name, to be glorified potentially, but also to be mocked potentially. Mm-hmm. That's part of the risk. And so while I understand his sensitivity, like, hold on, this is me. But, but when you go at my last name, you're going at my family and my legacy. That's kind of the cost of doing business. Your last yeah, name, yeah. you know, they might say West Brick. And key to me, that is yeah. interesting that he's yeah, taking that, it I, there. Look, the, the, I done been called some of the craziest things in the world, man, as a player. Doesn't matter to me, right? Me, Sean, whatever you want to call me. I can care less. Care less. Yeah. All right. Well. Straight talk wireless, a lot no to contract, unpack, no compromise. A lot There's to a lot, unpack. Like, we, need to, we need to continue to talk about that. Agreed. This has to breathe yeah. a little bit. A year suspension for betting on himself. For betting on himself? A year? That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bought, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. 
Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell suspended Falcons receiver Calvin Ridley through at least the 2022 season. Like everyone else, I'm kind of processing this because it's so unusual. It seems like it's ugly. It's not going to get any better anytime soon for Calvin Ridley. Will he be reinstated? And even if he is, do you want him back after what happened? These kind of mistakes you just don't make because you know the ins and outs. You know the do's and don'ts. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance coming to you live from the Seaport District, the Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. I run ATL. Yeah, I get money. You know who gets money? The league. They are partnerships with. That's how you work on your mental health, Max. The Daily Fantasy. That's how you work on your mental health. You put some money down on parlays. Well, maybe you're chasing something, Jay, some kind of an emptiness that you need to fill with these kind of vices. (laughs) NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell suspended Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons indefinitely through at least the conclusion of the 2022 season for betting on NFL games in the 2021 season. The activity took place over a five-day stretch during November 2021 when he was on the non-football injury list while dealing with mental health issues. So... Here's some of the stuff that's come out. The NFL said its investigation uncovered no evidence that Ridley used inside information or, quote, that any game was compromised in any way. Okay? There's also no evidence that any of the Falcons' coaches, staff, or players were aware of his betting activity. That's a quote. The NFL determined that Calvin Ridley placed multi-leg parlay bets involving three, five, and eight games that included the Falcons to win per source. Because that's an issue, right? Like, you don't want to be- Obviously, if he's betting on the Falcons to lose, that's a very bad thing. Especially if he's playing. He wasn't playing at the time. He was betting on the Falcons to win as part of a parlay. Okay? These are just the facts. Mm-hmm. The investigation determined that there was no involvement from any team players, coach, etc. Placed via his mobile device out of state. The CBA warns that players are liable for suspension if they fix games. I should hope so bet on games, whatever, or even knowingly associate with gamblers or gambling activity, I don't see how that part is possible. You're not going to associate it like in the, in the modern era. Integrity of the game clause, the commissioner will have the right, but only after giving the player the opportunity for a hearing at which he may be represented by counsel of his choice, right? Okay, that's the integrity of the game clause. He has the right to fine a player in a reasonable amount or suspend a player for a period... Uh, certain or indefinitely, and or to terminate his contract. 
This is according to the last NFL collective bargaining agreement. Integrity of the game clause. Okay. Uh, Key, what are your thoughts on what's going on with Calvin Ridley? Can't do it, man. You, you, you cannot do it. It's clearly stated in the CBA. You cannot bet on games. Whether you're playing, not playing, you are an active <laughs> member of the National Football League. You have a contract with a football team. You cannot bet on games. How hard is that to understand? I don't get it. I don't care. They say, well, the investigation shows that he used no inside information. He doesn't have to disclose he got inside. He is the inside information. He doesn't need somebody to tell him what's going on with the Atlanta Falcons. The guy knows what's going on with the Atlanta Falcons. So, you know, he just can't do it, man. I mean, can't professional gamblers also know what's going on with the Atlanta Not Falcons. like nowhere, nowhere near, nowhere near Max, nowhere near a current player in the National Football League. I don't give a damn what she, the, where you I don't give a damn what Vegas tell you. Mm-hmm. They don't know. What's going on inside that locker room the way players do? No, that, that, I don't care. I, By the way, that's fair, Key. The point you're making, just to be clear, is not an integrity of the game point. I mean, or it is a game, but the game is not football. The game is gambling. It, what you're talking <laughs> about, having inside information, provided the player's only betting on his own team to win, not lose, right? It then, doesn't matter. Wait a minute. The, the integrity that you're protecting when you're saying he has inside information that he's trading upon, the game that is being referred to is the game of gambling, not the game of football. That's, but, that's really what you're preserving there according to that argument. But, right? but, but he, has to, he has to have some knowledge okay, to use to determine how he wants to make place a bet. Mm-hmm. He has to have some knowledge to do that. He ain't just out there no, betting no. blind, I would hope. No, no, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the, what you're preserving is the fairness of the gambling experience for people, not yeah. fairness of the football, football game. game. And the yeah. rule, the spirit of the rule exactly is put in place right. to preserve the, the, the integrity of the football game, which this, Jay, the argument seems to me to be here. If you were, playing, if you were playing, Max, it different. would be outrageous. Right, different. Yes. But the argument to me here seems to be slippery slope. You just don't want them touching gambling. If you investigate this case on its own merits, to me, there seems to be a minor ethical infraction and zero moral infraction here. I don't think this is a big deal. I, I don't think it's a big deal either. How I thought he should have got slapped on because he wasn't participating. He wasn't an active participant. He was on the sidelines. So betting on his own team is, to if win. If you want to slap him on the wrist with a fine, fine. But to say that you're not going to play the 2022 season, I think that's crazy. Especially when I get frustrated when I see leagues that you, are. I, I can't listen to Let y'all right speak. now, that's man. Fine. You can listen for a second when they get billion dollar deals with gambling companies. When Tom Brady is the face of DraftKings, you have all these deals that are in place. But now you're going to say, hey, we're, we're accepting billions of dollars. Be part of this. This is the future of our organization. But now a guy who openly came to you and said, yeah, I, I had a $1,500 parlay. I had that last night. On my team to win. Yeah. On my team to win. Yeah. And other games around the league while I'm not participating. Now you're going to make him but a harsh Jay. example. But what, Key? You didn't play in the NBA last night. You're not on an NBA roster. The NBA is not paying you right now. Key, you're you te- cannot you're, do Key, that. Key, you're telling me. Let's have a real conversation. Yes. You're telling me athletes in the NFL don't tell their friends what's going on on teams so their friends can bet on games? 
Uh, here, here's what I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to be real. I can't tell you what other people do. I can only speak to what okay. I've done. Well, I can tell which you is what goes no. wrong. I know, which is no. I, know I would never. This. I know. Gam- no. Because gambling is becoming normalized now. No. It's becoming something. It's, 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 I, I understand it's normalized. in more and more states. I get and it. people are growing up I, with this. So I it, understand it. It is in a collective bargaining agreement. <laughs> you cannot engage with gambling whatsoever while you are in the National Football it's, League. It's, you it's, cannot it's, be it's, with Jay, Jay walk, but people still Jay Key, can I point something out? It seems to me to be the philosophical difference seems to me here to be something that comes down. We, we experience this often on this show. Key, it seems to me you are a rules follower. You think it's – Well, I mean, it depends on the rules. Right, well, no, no, no. I would <laughs> no, say no. by and large – you have figured out in your life the wisdom that you've acquired over your life. Part of it's just like, you know, someone's personality. And part of it is what you discover is that life is very simple if you follow the rules. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Max, I, I, I get it. And that's one of the reasons you were a great football player, um, especially in football. That that serves you very well. Right. Um, and but many other people have philosoph- uh, the philosophies about rules following is different. It's wait a minute. I'm going to evaluate this rule. And I will the, the, the strictness to which I will adhere to it has to do with my interpretation of if does it make a lot of sense? How but important is it? But, but Max, that doesn't make you that doesn't mean you should go out there and break the rule because your interpretation of the rule doesn't make sense. But, but well, I, no, I agree because I, there, I, let me give you an example. There may be a, 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 an intersection. Jaywalking, Max, every single day in New York City. Yeah, right. No, no, but but I'm going to make Key's point. There may be They're an not enforcing jaywalking in New York City. The, jaywalking in Los Angeles, your ass going to get a ticket. Yeah, it's that's true. There, but, you, there, just, but there Max, may be an intersection. Jaywalking in L.A., you're going to get a ticket. You're right. There, there may be an intersection where it doesn't make sense to you why you can't just make this little left turn. So you make the left turn, but you, what you didn't know is there's a blind spot over here and blah, blah, and you wind up in a traffic. Act. Oh, that's why you're not allowed to make the left turn. In other words, sometimes when you think that it's okay for you to evaluate rules and pass judgment and decide which ones you're going to follow picking and choosing, um, you're overstepping because you're really not in a position. The, the reason the rule is in place is because it applies to everyone and you shouldn't make yourself an exception. On the other hand, Key, what Jay brings up about jaywalking is true. There are times where you look around and you're crossing the street in New York City and you're going to jaywalk. And if, if a cop were to give you a ticket for it, you'd be like, are you kidding me? But even if you're in L.A. and you get a ticket, the ticket isn't going to be like a $20,000 ticket. That's, that's to the level. So I'm associating key jaywalking with gambling to a degree, right? I so understand. What, so what you're saying is, hey, so you jaywalk, we're going to give you – uh, a year ban from the, from the NFL, and you're like, "But well, wait a second, this is so normalized make, now. This is like I can make the argument, though, Jay Key. I can make the argument that Jay, what you're saying, because it's so normal, emphasizes and highlights what Key is saying. In other words, look, if gambling is going to be so pervasive in sports, there need to be extremely bright lines drawn. Do not cross this." Even if it seems in the moment like it's harmless, if this is going to work, we need to make sure that players don't bet. If you're in the NFL at all, yeah, and, don't and bet on the game. All right, so I, here's guess my what they're doing, I, Max? I, I was they, shocked they, that they, Calvin really did this on his own because what guys do, you have a guy. You have friends. <laughs> what do you, I, I, guys, this has been going on in sports for a long time. Yes, like but, you have friends. Jay, it's in the CBA, baby. You can't. I hear do what, it. I hear what you're saying. You cannot do it, I'm and I understand. You, you can't do it. I, I understand the jaywalking in New York City. Again, 
Those rules are not enforced. I understand what you just said, Max, mm. about there need to be a nice red line that says this. Guess what? The red line is Kelvin Ridley. Yeah, so the no, next right. time one of you knuckleheads out there gamble and you get caught, no, you're you getting ready to risk an entire season for $1,500. 100%. What I am pointing out is that is why the punishment is so out of proportion. There is a it might, hey, look, I'm not a, arguing about the, 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 the uh, egregious year ban. That's what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. I, I don't, I, about. Whatever they decide to do, he can appeal it, whatever the case is. My whole point is it's in the CBA. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would just don't say, do Keith, it. I'm with you on that. What's happening here, our analysis of what's actually happening is the same. Because of what Jay said, gambling's pervasive. In order to preserve the integrity of the game, there's a line you can't cross. Even if that act... In, in crossing the line, really doesn't touch the integrity of the game. Don't cross this line. We're not going to go anywhere near that. What I am pointing out is what Jay is saying. Where, that's where my heart is with it. Like, I know why he's being punished. Yeah. I know he's being made an example of because they're afraid of a slippery slope. But I just want to point out, the actual infraction itself so? is not Crazy. a moral infraction and is, is, is a small ethical infraction that they're punishing out of proportion to do the thing you're saying, Key. It, it's not a big – they're making it a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. He didn't – like, well, in other words, it's it not is Calvin a big Ridley, deal. bad guy. It's a big that's, deal. It, it, that's fine if it can be you a big cannot deal. You cannot do it. That is that, 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 from the league. Look, man. That is egregious, the integrity of the National Football League. Stephen Ross, Stephen Ross, same situation on tanking games, allegedly. Well, that is egregious to the game, man. You I cannot do this. You if I found out it. Calvin game, Ridley though. bet against his team, I'm with you. If he's not active at the matter. time and he's putting a parlay on some football games and it includes his team to win – I know, Key, what you're saying. you got to make an example of Adam, out of him and punish it out of proportion to send a message. But I'm not going to shake my finger at Cal- – I might shake my finger at Calvin Ridley and say, not smart, but I'm not going to say bad Calvin Ridley. It's just I don't think not he's smart a, I don't Calvin think Ridley. he's a bad guy. I think he's not – like you said, Max, not smart. Not right. It's not, it's not smart, and, but you cannot do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't, can't do, do it, it, man. Yep. As can't they do say, it, but like, can't I, do it. I don't think he committed a crime here. I just, you know, he did oh, something you can't do. He touched the third rail, oh, which somehow, by the way, the so, league. So, so I'm a basso player. Yeah. All my friends are football players. So, like, oh, hey, so Julius Peppers, what's going on with this game? Okay, great. I'm in Vegas. I'm going to put down 20. So like, yeah. That's fine, right, yeah. Because you can't, because then they don't see it as a slippery slope. It ain't, not. hey, look, though, Jay, you ain't giving me the money, though. It's the money's going in your pocket. Oh, Key, stop. Hey, you're not giving you're not giving JP the money. I'm not giving what? You don't come on, Key. You're not are you giving Key, JP the money? Key, are Key. you giving Julius Peppers the Key, money? When you when you were in the league, did you guys ever get in the back of the plane and gamble? Yeah, but that's not the same, hold, hold Jay. On, hold on, hold on, Key. Key. There are always debts to be paid, man. So when debts are paid, dudes pay people money. Let's stop acting like let's not Jay, act like we we paid off gambling. We bet Come on, on each other. We bet we, on rock, we bet paper, on each scissors. other. We I've bet on each other on teams. Grand. We bet on each other on things on our team. Yes, who can lift the most weights? Who can get to the air faster? How many touchdowns you gonna score versus me? We do all of that with each other. We don't go outside of that locker room betting on. Or, look, put it this way: I didn't. Go outside the locker. I don't so know what I, everybody I, I, else so did. You're, you're from a different generation than me. See, I came up with the generation with the AAU basketball. So everybody's boys. 
We're all boys. So, hey, you might be on another team. Boozer was on the Cleveland Cavaliers, but I was friends with DeWan Wagner, hung out with DeWan Wagner and Booze and these guys all the time. It, it was the AAU. You share so information. It's, it's natural. It's different. Yeah. It wasn't as you guys were like, hey, I'm doing my thing. It's different. May I, may I ask, gentlemen, if you think it's a good idea to say 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, and hear what some listeners have to say yeah. about this. Any objections, Key? You want to hear from that. Yeah, hear I, want, I, want to, I want to hear from the people. Robin in Alabama, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio. Hey, Keyshawn, this is Robin. I totally agree with you. You do not bet on your other teams. You're playing a game. You stay in your lane. You want to go out and bet on something else? That's fine. But you don't bet in your little lane there. You stay away. Yeah, yeah I think you... I, like I was saying yesterday on our call, if you wanted to bet on Major League Baseball, bet on Major League Baseball, man. If you want to bet on basketball, bet on basketball. But not Don't, in the better league. Better not bet on your own team to win. Why Boy, that's beyond that? the pale. You you believe on, in your team enough to risk your own money? Oh, bad, Calvin. Sean in D.C., you're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Hey, what's up, fellas? I what's totally up, agree fellas? with Key about the CBA, but I got some pushback. What's more egregious, him betting 1500 on his own team or somebody sitting up in front of the podium putting other people's lives in danger saying they was uh, immunized. Which one is you protecting the shield how? You're not really protecting the shield. The integrity is well, not there if you're letting somebody By the way, I don't, I don't love – I hear you. I don't love the argument, yeah. but, what, but what about? But what about – we want like we, we've talked Aaron Rodgers and, and not being truthful about his – his, uh, you know, immunization and all that kind of stuff. But, like, I don't know how that relates to Calvin Ridley exactly. It's a very loose connection. But I do understand, guys, that some rules are enforced in a way that shows the league cares a lot about this, right? They think it affects their bottom line. They think it affects the in- integrity of the game is a big thing. Man, integrity of the game, Max. You know, Hey, look, it's not the same in boxing the world you come from, right? If I'm a boxer, I can bet that I'm going to knock this dude out. It's my own money. I don't have to answer to anybody. We see it all day long. Boxers bet on themselves. Mm-hmm. Different than the leagues. Yeah. It's totally different. No, I even when, listen, when the whole Pete Rose thing came out, only thing I wanted to know was this. Are you betting on the Reds? <laughs> you know, if I found out, like, I'm like, Pete Rose Hall of Fame. Oh, wait. He bet. Actually, I would still say, I don't think it takes away his 4,000 plus hits, but. I do understand why he'd be in deep water if he bet against the team he's managing. Max, I go but not back, bet I go for the team he's managing. Point about, does it affect the integrity of the game when he wasn't a participant in the game or the integrity of gambling? It, uh, it's like, what Key is talking about now with Calvin. Well, there are two arguments. One is we need to make sure that the betting is fair. Not the game is fair. The betting, betting is, is fair, fair in this case. Don't trade on inside information. The second thing is it's a slippery slope. Let's just make sure that we draw the boundaries around the integrity of the game with enough room that the gray area is on the inside of the boundary. It's like, don't cross the boundary into the gray area. I just want to clarify again. Like, I'm okay with the rule. I, hear, I just think the punishment is outrageous. Well, I well, think the that's the point. The punishment is, it, it, okay, he, he's the poster child now for betting in the National Football League and other leagues. This is a message being sent That's because the, the CBA was created in that, like Max said, that, that line wasn't – the red line's not there. All it says is essentially don't bet. No betting on games. It doesn't spell out, lay out anything. But now guess what? 
it has gotten many people's attention in professional sports to not do it, so, so not Jay, just in football. So, Jay, you had an issue with the punishment. You thought it should have been a fine. Let me let me just throw this scenario out to you because I think the NFL is trying to send a message and set a precedent because it's the first time in in years that they're suspending a guy outside a, a guy like this outside of Josh Shaw from the Cardinals. So, let me pose it to you this way: What if the NFL looked at it and they said, you know, we could either find the guy, we could suspend him for a year. Or we can throw him out of the league. That's what the NFL could have done. That is in the CBA that they could have terminated his contract with the league. So they chose the middle ground. So if the NFL was choosing between throwing him out of the league and suspending him for one season. Why does it have to be a whole year, though? Suspend him for four games. I'm just saying those are because that was their options. I'm saying if the they only have three options, it can only be a full year. It can't be a part of it. My only pushback on that to Evan Evan would be if Calvin Ridley were were, didn't come to the table and say, "Hey, yeah, okay, like this is exactly what I did." I it was, but that's why he didn't get thrown out of the league. He, I think, if he didn't wait, Evan, I want to be very clear. They, they can only have three options. No, if it's a suspension, no, I, it must I'm be a full year. You, no, I'm just giving you those three options. But that's they, so they didn't choose the middle one. They choose chose an extreme one that's not the most extreme one. It's not the death penalty, so to speak, but it's a long bid. Right, a but, year. But, but in Jay's minimum. scenario, if you just fine him, that's the most lenient. And I think, based on what he did, it deserved more than just a lenient fine. So, I give him a game, maybe, maybe. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. We had some calls that didn't agree. Great with commissioner. Yeah, it would be nice to get some calls that yeah. didn't agree. Um, all right, we got so much. Yeah, more give to us get some calls into. that didn't agree. And we're going to revisit this topic. KJM on ESPN Radio and ESPN Two. Stay put. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.